After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to The Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. Start your day the conservative way. We appreciate you being here. Again, it is Wednesday. It is April 22nd. So those of you who are, who are waking and baking on um, the 1st, I mean on the 20th, are you back with us? Are you back with us? Uh, I don't know. Does pot give you a hangover? Uh, or or does it just go away? I don't have any earthly idea. But I bet you're hungry as hell. <laughs> but y'all woke up hungry. Anyway, um, we have some things to talk about today. And and some of them are going to be fairly eye opening. Um, some some things happened yesterday that were just like, are are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We heard from Katie Couric. We haven't heard from Katie Couric in a long time, right? But why did she show up? Uh, wasn't she already shamed and embarrassed enough to to? I mean, she all crapped can her career, and she should just go away, just just sort of disappear into the um, into the landscape, sort of like her. Her boyfriend, uh, Matt Lauer, they should just disappear into the landscape. Thanks. You had your time, and now it's now it's time for you to go away. Now it's time for you to go away, right? But she said something outrageous on Twitter. Uh, maybe Twitter just brings out the dumbass in people. I mean, <laughs> that could be it. Maybe Twitter just brings out the dumbass in people. Uh, because, because, you know what, you see a bunch of dumbass tweets, right? Um... And this, and, and especially from the left, and Katie Kirk is no different. And we'll talk about what that was yesterday, and what you think about it. Um, and back to media. 
we also we heard we heard most of yesterday um uh monday and then starting sunday night that kim jong-un was on his deathbed he was dying and he may die uh and i was i was wondering i was i was waiting to hear that oh coronavirus coronavirus knocked out kim jong-un um and they and it would be uh, and, and I think the, the idea is that there would be um, some stability issues, <laughs> like you know, like North Korea is is stable. There'd be some stability issues, and what happens if Kim Kim Jong Un dies? Who takes over? And somebody on Twitter again said, "Well, maybe his wife will take over." But uh, women don't really have that much power or that much influence in a place like North Korea. I don't know why anybody would hold them up to any. That again, we talk about it all the time. All cultures are not e- are not equal, and the North Korean culture sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. Um, <clears throat> but as it turns out, well, we'll talk about it. Um, you know, and um, we we everybody saw Nancy Pelosi um, eat her ice cream. Mmm, delicious ice cream. What would I do without ice cream? What would I do if ice cream had never been invented? Mmm, in her um, <laughs> Nancy Antoinette clip. We saw that. But now, you know, while, while that's happening, businesses, business owners that I know personally, um, even my son's boss, who owns a small business, <clears throat> who had applied for the, the, payroll, the, 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 the payroll protection program, the, the money has run out and they are not um, Congress is out, and Congress is out of session. Congress is not in D.C. They're out of session. They need to be there. So there can. So these emergency measures can go into place. Because if you talk to if you talk to the left, they're emergencies. They've, they've created this emergency for sure. This isn't a an emergency create created by market forces. This is an emergency created by government and government actions and overreach. That's what this is. So um, these programs, PPP, um, CARES, this, um, these programs, uh, people applied for, and now the, it, there wasn't enough money in them to start with to meet the need. And now they're trying to throw some more money in there. I'm not, that doesn't make me happy. I, I'm not hopping up and down. But I want places like Bloomingdale's Flower Shop to be around after this is all over. One of our sponsors. I want her to be around after this is all over. <clears throat> I want her to have her, empl- be able to keep her employees. I want to be able to, her, to be able to keep her business. Her business means a lot to her. But do you know who else is applying? We heard about uh, we heard about Ruth uh, Chris, I mean, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, and we heard about another large business um, applying for these loans. Members of Congress are applying for these loans. Members of Congress. Hmm. How do you feel about that? We'll talk about it here in a little bit. And, um, and we found out, uh, <clears throat> we're finding out that maybe, just maybe, coronavirus, by what it's done in different places, it's just going to do 
what coronavirus do. That a lot, maybe these measures matter and maybe they don't. We'll talk about that. And this is, and that is super interesting. And we will have our daily segment, our daily dose of Tim Bryce is Bryce is right. And I like this one. This one is simply titled no. You know, I, we say all the time, here's the problem with kids now. Nobody will tell them no. Here's the problem with um, the Hollywood type that end up dead. They, they have nobody in their life that will tell them no. Nobody in Michael Jackson's life who said, uh, Mike, no, no, no more pro football. No, no, no more hanging out with kids. I know you're not doing anything, but no more. No, nobody could tell them no for anything. Nobody. Nobody could go to Richard Pryor and say, hey, hey, no, you got, you got to stop freebasing. No, stop it. No. Amy Winehouse. No, you got to stop. Nobody in their life that will tell, once they get to a certain level, that will tell them no. You know who says no today? Tim Bryce. Bryce is right. He says no. We'll be back right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942, www.bloomingdays.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com.
All right. I trust that you are well, that you are well um, this um, this beautiful morning. I trust that things are going well where you are um, and that you are not too stressed out by the current situation. Um, if you hang on, if you hang on to the end of the program, we may have some we, we, we may have some good news for you. Um, but I want to start with this um, this tweet from from Katie Couric. Now, uh, Katie Couric. A Keurig, a Keurig is a coffee machine. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, you're like, oh, who, who, who is Katie Keurig? Um, Katie uh, Keurig used to be on um, the Today program, and she was one of the the blonde, smiling, <laughs> gigglers on 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 the on that morning show, and um, sort of fa- sort of fashioned herself as being a journalist. And then wanted more, and then wanted the more hard-hitting stories as opposed to um, the mom news and the fashion news. She wanted the more hard-hitting stuff, so she, so she ended up having to leave um, the Today Show. And I think she went to, I think she went to ABC for a while. I, I don't know where, I don't know where she is now. I, I don't think she's anywhere. Uh, I, if she's anywhere, it'll be somewhere like MSNBC or somewhere like that, uh, which is basically nowhere. She, she may be getting paid, but yeah. All right, she um, ventured on Twitter and didn't even really come up with her own tweet. Um, the story is it may not it may not have been her words, but Katie Couric quote tweeting a a Charles blow up op ed saying how airing President Trump's Wuhan virus pressers is journalistic malpractice. It's quite something. First. Um, Charles Blow hates Trump. Second, every registered Democrat that's a member of the of media, basically all of them, hate these pressers because what's happening is that President Trump is getting more popular in the polls. There, because people are, and why is that? Because people are seeing how the media is treating President Trump. Uh, every time he has something positive to say, every time that he is. Um, congratulating his team. Somebody in the media has something negative to say. Uh, they, I mean, they only have negative things to say. They only have questions of, you know, what couched in gotcha. They have questions couched in negativity. Um, there's not one question, and I've not, and I, I've not watched all of these pressures because they're just too much to bear, frankly. Nobody's saying, President Trump, tell us What's going well? The American people need to know what's going well. The American people need something to cheer during these times. What's going well? What do the American people have to look forward to in five days, 10 days, 15 days? Never. Never. He gets questions like, uh, you keep referring to this as a Chinese virus. You know, blah, 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 blah. Don't you think it's racist? This, these are the questions. And I'm telling you, most folks, most normal people, and I'm not talking about MAGA hat wearing, um, you know what, I want to carry, you know what, my 9mm on my hip of the Piggly Wiggly. I'm not talking about them. I'm just talking about normal folks. Normal folks who are stuck home going, what the hell's going on? are like, are you kidding me? And as this continues, 
I don't want to I don't want to call it sympathy, but a lot of people are 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 seeing this and then remembering what the president said about how the media is treating him and, and sort of going, yeah, you know what? He's not wrong here. I think they are treating him crappy for no reason. They would have never treated Barack Obama like that. Why are they treating Trump that way? And then as time goes, things that Trump says are should happen, happen, and you find out that he's not lying. They find People find out that the president didn't just lie about hydroxychloroquine, that it was something that we should look at. And even though Fauci did his whole doctor thing, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, you see more tests, blah, blah, blah. Even though that happened, which the media loved, as is happening now, the hospitals in New York, when you come in with COVID, are, that's part of the therapeutic. That's part of the treatment. They are treating people with hydroxychloroquine. They're just doing that as a matter of course. And people are getting better. The, um, uh, the, the Michigan uh, congresswoman, the black Democrat Michigan congresswoman, who was sick, begging for the therapeutic, begging for the treatment of hydroxychloroquine and the z that had been banned by her governor, by her Democrat governor. The very same day she went into the hospital, she was begging for it. Her husband had to raise holy hell to get it. And they got it. And within a couple of days, she was better and out of the hospital. The media doesn't want to tell you those stories because it, because you know what it, 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 I don't know if it makes Trump look good, but what it does is, is show the point where, you know what, he said this and he happened to be right. Maybe you read up on it. I don't know how he got the info. Maybe you read up on it a little bit and said, it's hell, it's worth a try. People are dying. What do you have to lose? And those sort of phrases drive the left crazy. What do you have to lose? Because I saw in uh, on Facebook um, under one of those, well, people could die. Well, people are dying now. And why was, and, and, and it didn't seem like such a, didn't seem like such a big swing because, hell, hydro, hydro, hydroxychloroquine had been used to treat malaria for a long time. And it wasn't like, we're going to start issuing hydroxychloroquine and not look for a vaccine. That wasn't the plan. That was never the plan. Can you hold two damn thoughts in your head at the same time? No, I guess not. So it's it's interesting. It's, you know, it's those kind of things that drive the media crazy. Um, so as, as as people are watching these pressers, and I don't think anybody is watching every single one of them every single day. It just becomes too much. But as the pressers are going on, people are like, yeah, Trump's poll numbers are going up. So, here's another thing. The the left thought that trashing the market would do the trick. It didn't. The Dow is is bouncing around. That's why you don't hear about it. Because one day it's up 900 points, the other day, it's, next day it's down 600 points, the next day it's up 1,200 points, the next day it's down 400 points. It's just, and it's over 2,300 so it's it's battling and it's battling because of what the administration is doing 
to combat coronavirus's economic impact on the country. Highlighting the negative has become such an odd fetish by members of the media. It is something that's only occurred during this presidency. And what's it's more obvious that the press wants the man to fail and they know whether or and they and they know whether they want to admit it or not, if Trump is on camera, that's trouble for them. It it is trouble for them. Well, because he's not <laughs> yes, Trump can be crass. Um, Trump, Trump, Trump can be all of those things. But what he's not going to do, he's not going to back down, and he's not going to be mealy-mouthed about anything. And there are some times where he should just either not answer the question or give them a curt answer. No. Um, no, I'm not answering. That, that's a silly question. Um, but he goes on. I mean, when, he gets, when, he, when the dude gets attacked, he, he fights back. And there's a and there's a segment of the population in America who like that. The media left never thought that there was a segment of people who like that, because they think everybody's like them. Pfft, they're not. Um, we are in the middle of a pandemic, but we're also in the middle of a presidential campaign. I shudder to think how many quote earned media. Uh, the media is simply shoveling Trump's way by airing these briefings, which can last um, up to two hours a day. This is this is what they're saying. This is what this woman is saying. This is what um, um, Charles Blow says. Let me be clear: under no circumstances should these briefings be carried live. This is this is part of the tweet. Doing so is a is a mistake bordering on journalistic malpractice. Everything a president does or says should be documented, but airing all of it unfiltered is lazy and irresponsible. Do you believe that? At this point, do you trust the media to say a house burned down on Main Street today, nobody got hurt, just to tell the story? The president mentioned hydrochloroquine, a malaria drug, and we are, and wants to get into trials and see if this is a if this is a medication that can help in this help in this circumstance. We hope he's right. Do you trust CNN or MSNBC, or uh, Racial Mad Cow, or some of these other people to just tell it straight? No. So it is at this point in our history, it is necessary. It is vital, it's vital that these pressers and these and these conferences and these things that happen, um, that the president gets to speak, that they are broadcast live. That they are broadcast live. Now, you may not be able to see them on CNN or MSNBC or NBC, uh, and probably it's not soon on, on, on CBS because... <laughs> Of, of Trump just blowing up that chick from CBS the other day. and um, But there are other online um, online media outlets. Right Side Media, you might want to check out. Write that down. Right Side Media, they cover all of Trump's stuff. Go online, and you might want to give them a few bucks because, uh, you know, they're hurting too. 
but they travel around the country and they carry all of the stuff. They carry all of Trump's. They they carried all the rallies. They they carry all of the um and all the press conferences. So right side media, you want to check them out. Anyway, as a veteran, uh, anchor Ted Koppel told New York Times last month, training a camera on a live event and just letting it play out is is technology, not journalism. Journalism requires edit, editing and context. He continued, the question clearly is whether his status as president of the United States obliges us to broadcast his every briefing live. And of course, his answer was no. Well, the answer is yes. Yes. If indeed we could trust mainstream media, then that might be a no. But people need to have a choice. Every single solitary briefing that, excuse me, that affects the nation needs to be broadcast live and unfiltered. We don't need journalism. We need documentation. We don't need journalism. But Ted also told CNN that their ratings would be in the toilet if Trump wasn't around. So there's a business angle to this too. It's also not just Trump. Members of the Coronavirus Task Force and military officers assisting in the effort are parts of these pressers. It's not all Trump. Charles Bowles' reference to this being an election year and earned media is a dead giveaway that he just hates these things because Trump is part of it. The emphasized text uh, was part of the now-deleted tweet. She, of course, I mean, as soon as there's pushback, these people are freaking gutless. So she deletes a tweet, but the internet is forever. <laughs> In fact, there was another one of our friends at Twitchy caught it at, caught it where she was also tweeting, uh, excuse me, tweeting blows peace with stop airing the briefings. Does anyone want to take a stab? Anybody want to want to? Why is this so ridiculous and ironic? I mean. Katie Couric, Couric, Cutie Couric, has zero standing to be able to talk about journalism, journalistic malpractice. You remember when she selectively edited her documentary to make the Virginia gun owners look bad? Remember that? It was done supposedly to let the viewers reflect on universal background checks. Crap. We know it. You know it. And this was a place, this was a time where even national public radio couldn't defend th- that ridiculousness. The Washington Compost couldn't defend that nonsense. And this is the first time that the, that they, these people are. I mean, they lack such self awareness that they just. I mean, <laughs> step on a rake. In two thousand seventeen, she said that fake news was tearing America apart at the seams. This, this says the woman who committed journalistic malpractice and peddle fake news about the Second Amendment. These people believe that whatever they say is okay. Whatever they do is okay. It's insane. And it's dangerous. It's super dangerous. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report right after these messages.
Hi, this is Willie Lawson. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast and you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already? Well, I've got something for both of us. Debt.com. Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money, save your credit rating, and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's Debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today. Welcome back to The Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia.com. Go to fightbackmedia.com. And there's a big list of all the stuff we do. Everything is there. Um, the, the, the YouTube channels, the uh, channels, uh, the, um, the blogs. Swanson Report. Paul Swanson is, is, is my dog. Dog. <laughs> Um, there you can click on the link and go to the sponsor report, buy him a cup of coffee, $3 donation to encourage him to keep going, doing, doing what he's doing, he's doing and check out some of his blogs. Uh, I, you know what I, I love to do is talk about him a cup of coffee this morning myself. Um, so I donated, I donated to his thing. Um, in this time, everybody can use, I mean, a little bit, uh, uh, every little bit counts. So go ahead and do that. Of course, the um, the great folks at Red River TV, uh, Kevin and Janelle Batts, and 46 News on the site. They are partners. And, of course, Tim Bryce is our new partner on the site. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, fightbackmedia.com. That's fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia.com. Um, so I guess that the media got it wrong again. And you're saying what they get it wrong about this time. Well, Sunday night into Monday morning, uh, we were under the impression that Kim Jong-un was on death's door, right? We, we We were under the impression that he was on death's door because all the major media sources were reporting that he was dying. And he may not make it through the next couple of days. Remember that? It just happened. And like, like, like I've said a lot today, you, how are we going to trust them? Well, here's, here's the deal. Um, North Korea, again, Kim Jong-un was supposedly in dire medical situation. He, and some people were saying that he was already dead. CNN peddled this story. Uh, M- NBC peddled this story. I- NBC said that he was brain dead. And then deleted the tweet because... They, you know what, because they think that works. <laughs> they th- they think that works. Listen, if you tweet something and you look at it and you're getting all sorts of blowback because what you said was stupid, just leave it up. Deleting it is just going to make you feel better. If it's still out there, somebody's already screenshot it. Somebody's already, 
I use the Vivaldi browser and it is easy as heck to screenshot stuff. You can screenshot things on your phone really easy because it's, it's, you can't pull it back. Once you throw it out there, it's already out there. So she deleted this out of, quote, an abundance of caution. What was the caution as a journalist before you spout a story that you haven't confirmed? So the Daily, um, North Korean, uh, note Kim, Kim, um, did have, you know, he, he did have heart surgery on the 12th, but he's doing fine. He's on his deathbed. And now, with the story being proven wrong, we'll just go about our day as if nothing happened. But we didn't get it wrong. Every, everything's fine now. Back to, your house, back to your home, citizens. Back to your home, citizens. Nothing to see here. Now, this is CNN International at CNNI. Breaking. The U.S. is monitoring intelligence that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is in grave danger after surgery, according to a U.S. official. Really? Not true. Not true. And this is a tweet that um, Katie, Katie Tour, they love Katie's at NBC, right? North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is brain dead, according to two U.S. officials. This recent... He recently had cardiac surgery and slipped into a coma, according to one U.S. current and one former U.S. official. Well, she deleted that tweet like, eh, maybe that's not true. Laura Bicker of the BBC, uh, an official from the president's personal office of Seoul, has said that there are no particular signs or developments within North Korea amid reports that Kim Jong-un is seriously ill after heart surgery. And then there's um, another one, Gabriella Bernal. Fox News writer Stephen Miller and uh, the Washington Examiner, Jerry Dunleavy, obviously want some more, um, want some more as to how we got from gravely ill, I want to know, to brain dead. This was a human centipede of of journalism last night, and no one seemed to want to talk about this dud. Tour quoted two U.S. officials and said it was confirmed. How did this come about, and what has what happened after you posted it? You can't just toss a grenade in the nursery and walk away here. Then again, the shade of liberal media and protecting their own has a wide reach, and no, it wasn't a dream. It happened, even though it was yesterday, it was, I don't know, 420. Oh, crazy. Um, again, uh, we talked about in the open that there are businesses that are depending on um, PPP, the, pay, the Payroll Protection Act. And, and we've had stories already that, you know, fairly large companies have applied for this money and, and get it. Ruth Chris Steakhouse, I guess, which is fairly large company and of course they're going to get a bunch of crap because you know what they ain't mcdonald's i mean they ain't mom and pop you go in there you're going to spend a pretty penny you know what i'm saying and although they have employees just like everybody else and if they don't get the money they're just going to have to lay those employees off they want to keep their employees they've got a good crew and they want to keep them i get it um but the the optics are bad uh another large company um, has the same situation. They want to keep their crews. 
Um, they like their crews. They want to keep them if they can. Uh, one of them had $100 million, $100 million in the bank already. So they getting an extra $10 million was uh, bad optics again. But you know what's worse? The Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Securities, Security CARES Act, commonly referred to as Coronavirus Relief Package, allocated $500 billion in emergency funds for individuals and businesses that were being impacted by the pandemic. Let me tell you what kind of business. You know, I play the um, the, the commercial uh, about my personal florist. That's the kind of business. That's the kind of business. Owned by a person who has a staff and they sell flowers. And with all the events shut down, it's kind of hard to sell flowers. So this is one, and you know, this is one of those things where, again, it wasn't bad business. wasn't a bad wasn't bad business decisions. It wasn't uh, the it wasn't market forces. It was government action that made this business suffer. That's what we're talking about. So on Tuesday, the Senate passed a $483.4 billion aid package that will replenish the the, um, the Paycheck Protection um, Act and has been a saving grace for businesses. I mean, so we're talking about a half billion, we're talking about a half trillion dollars. That's a lot. But here's, when we're talking about optics, here we go again. The House Ethics Committee, however, is telling members of Congress to, quote, exercise caution before applying for these loans. There's a provision in the CARES Act that prevents businesses from obtaining funds if members or the immediate family, spouse, children, daughter, son-in-law, owns 20% or more equity in said business. So if, here's the deal. I'll, I'll, I'll explain this in, in, in the nicest of terms. So if, let's say, Kathy Castor, my representative, um, owns more than 20% of, like, I don't know, Columbia, Columbia Restaurant in her district, then she can't, up, they can't, they can't apply for a PPP. I guess they could if they were able to um, divest. But if anybody in her family, her mom, Betty Castor, or any of her relatives own 20 cent or 20 percent or more equity in any uh, any local business, then that local business cannot apply. So this is and, 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 and unfortunately, it had to be put in here because. This money grab is, you know, a money grab for people in Congress is, whoo, more money, more money, more money. And has them battling directly with the kind of people who actually need the help, who were, these businesses were shut down uh, or, or, or put into this horrific state by no fault of their own or no fault of the market. And I keep saying it, no fault of the market. It wasn't that there was just 
the market just collapsed. There was no bubble in the um, in the flower business. There was no bubble. There was no market forces. This was government action. This was government action and overreach. Well, there you go. So hopefully that won't happen, but we'll watch that. Here's some here's something that may be good news. Or not. <laughs> um an Israeli professor and I'm gonna get it I'm I'm gonna say his name, I'm gonna try to. Itzak Ben Israel, uh of Tel Aviv University, who also serves on the research and development advisory of Teva Pharmacal Pharmaceuticals Industries has plotted the rate of new coronavirus infections in the U.S., U.K., Sweden, Italy, Israel, Switzerland, and, excuse me, France, Germany, and Spain. The numbers told a shocking story. You know, and if I may break my arm patting myself on the back, I said to somebody today, this morning, that these things will have to run their course. They will just have to run their course. Because that's what I'm used to seeing. In my 59 years of life, this is what I'm used to seeing. But here's what the good doctor said. The numbers told a shocking story, irrespective of whether the country quarantined, like Israel, or went about business as usual, like Sweden. Coronavirus peaked and subsided in the exact same way. The exact same way. His graphs show all that all countries experience seemingly identical coronavirus infection patterns, with the numbers of infected peaking in the sixth week and rapidly subsiding by the eighth week. Now, what happens is people get infected and hospitalized, and then the death toll is slightly behind that as the numbers are rising and falling. The Wuhan virus follows its own pattern, he told Mako at Israeli news agencies, which is, which, excuse me, it's a fixed pattern that is not dependent on freedom or quarantine. There is a decline in the number of infections, even in countries without closures. And it is similar in countries with closures, he wrote in his paper. It is coronavirus is the coronavirus expansion exponential? The answers by the numbers is simple. No. We're we're being told that, right? We're being told that this thing could just expand exponentially. We remember the, the graphic, the the, the, the the info graphic that we saw from the New York Times? Doctor Israel said that's nonsense. Expansion begins exponentially but fades quickly after about eight weeks. Professor Itzhak Ben Israel concluded, the reason why coronavirus follows a fixed pattern is yet unknown. He said, I've got no explanation, he told Mako. There are, ki- there are, is, there are kinds of spe- speculation. Maybe it's climate related. Maybe this virus has all, its own life cycle. But what about Italy and their staggering 12% mortality rate? The health system in Italy has its own problems. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. In 2017, it also collapsed because of the flu, if you remember. 
Professor Itzhak Ben Israel told the news agency, indeed, Italy's exceptionally high coronavirus mortality rate is eerily reminiscent of their usual high flu mortality rates. Supportive of this theory, Germany, Germany has a low flu infection and mortality rates and similarly low coronavirus rate. The professor concludes and in his analysis, summary paper that the data from the past 50 days indicates that the closure policies of the quarantined countries can be replaced by more moderate social distancing policies. The numbers simply do not support quarantine or economic closure. On the reasonableness of Israel's unprecedented quarantine and closure, he commented to the news agency, I think it's mass hysteria. I have no other way to describe it. 4,500 people die die, uh, each year from the flu in Israel because of complication. So close the country because of that? No, I don't see a reason to do it because of a lower-risk epidemic. While the American policies remain less restrictive than those of Israel, it is important to understand the origins of our own mass hysteria response. President Trump urged a strong coronavirus response after consulting with Dr. Fauci and his team, who relied on a a British model predicting 2.2 million deaths in the United States and 500,000 deaths in the UK. But that model was developed by Professor Neil Ferguson, who had a history of wildly overestimating death rates through his prediction models. Professor Ferguson was not known for his reliability. And in 2001, um, disease model was criticized as not fit for purpose. After it was predicted that up to 150,000 people could die in the UK from mad cow disease. Remember, remember the mad, mad cow? Everybody's going to die on mad cow. Mad cow, mad cow. Mad, you remember that? Do you know how many people died from mad cow? 177. Not 150,000 people. 177. Ferguson's UK coronavirus death prediction is down to 20,000 people or 4% of his original prediction. Uh, Professor Yitzhak Ben uh, Israel has mathematically shown us that coronavirus closures were a mistake. It's a tough reality. Americans lost their jobs and businesses went through, uh, went under because of the United States, uh, because the United States, along with most first world nations, acted on the chilling predictions of a severely flawed model, a reading of Professor Ferguson's tarot cards. Hindsight, of course, is twenty twenty. We have to be realistic uh, with our criticism. President Trump did not want 2.2 million Americans to die and did what he thought was necessary to save lives, relying on, on a model his advisors told him was trustworthy. It's done. It happened. But it doesn't mean that he could, should continue this course. Folks. 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 Is the news media telling you this stuff? Well, hell no, they're not. All right, now we need to get to the good part of the show, and the good part of the show is this. And now it's time for Bryce is Right. Tim Bryce is an author, freelance writer, and the managing editor of M&JB Investment Company of Palm Harbor, Florida. Tim has over 40 years of covering Florida politics and national politics. 
it is a pleasure to have Bryce is Right as a segment on Fightback Media. And now, Bryce is Right. This is Jim Bryce with my column titled, No! Let me be clear about how I feel regarding the political lunacy in America today. No, I do not believe socialism is an acceptable substitute for capitalism, nor do I believe in a forced redistribution of the wealth. Capitalism promotes competition and risk, thereby forcing products and services to evolve for the better. See natural selection. I believe in the free enterprise system, whereby if you earn it, you keep it. This leads to personal initiative, fiscal responsibility, workmanship, and to simply become industrious. Those touting socialism are either naive or deliberately trying to undermine the country. No, I do not believe in inequitable taxation. Everyone should pay their fair share, not more, not less. Further, I believe we should learn to live within our means and not incur exorbitant debt. No, I do not believe in excessive regulations intended to expand government bureaucracy and inhibit progress. I understand the need for rules and regulations, but not to the point they stifle American business. No, I will not be made to feel ashamed of my religious beliefs. I will not allow political correctness to inhibit me. No, I do not believe the mainstream media accurately reports the news fairly or with impartiality. I do not support their slander and fake news. No, I do not believe there are multiple forms of gender, just two, male and female. No, I do not believe higher education is a right, but rather a privilege. There is nothing wrong with trade schools and the military. No, I do not believe school children need to learn new convoluted ways of learning basic math. I believe they need a solid foundation in history, government, and civics to become responsible citizens. No, I do not accept the murdering of offspring, particularly as they approach childbirth. I believe in the dignity of life. No, I do not believe in open borders. I believe in the sovereignty of our country. People must follow due process to apply for residency and citizenship. No, I do not believe in entitlements for everyone, least of all to illegal immigrants. I believe this discourages initiative and encourages a slave mentality. I believe in helping the less fortunate, but this should be in large part by my own volition. No, I do not believe universal health care is a right, also known as socialized medicine, I believe it would degrade our health system by causing many doctors to quit their practice, forcing patients to wait longer to see a qualified doctor. No, I do not believe our drug culture should continue unabated. I believe in stiffer penalties for those engaging in illegal substances, not lesser. No, I do not believe law enforcement and the military are evil. I thank God for their service in maintaining safety, security, and helping others in time of peril. No, I do not believe our morality, citizenship, or patriotism is better today than in yesteryear. I believe it is worse, thanks to the entertainment media and others trying to undermine our values. No, I do not reject the U.S. Constitution. I believe it is one of the most brilliant documents ever written. I also believe in the rule of law. No, I do not reject the Electoral College. I believe it is a fair way to represent the interests of both rural and metropolitan segments of our country. No, I do not believe in the revocation of the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. 
I believe our schools and public institutions require protection, and treatment should be sought for those with mental and emotional problems. No, I do not like gridlock in Washington, D.C., as I believe our elected officials were sent there to solve the country's problems, not fight or perpetually run for office. I believe this is due to divisive political dogma, a flawed electoral process featuring unlimited terms of office, and the peddling of influence. No, I do not believe in certain political tactics designed to mislead the public, such as stereotyping types of people, such as identity politics, race baiting, and political correctness, which is designed to alter behavior. Nor do I accept fraudulent voting practices. I believe people should prove their identity as lawful citizens and vote only once during predetermined times. If a person cannot make it to the precinct or vote by absentee ballot, then they have failed their civic responsibility. I am in favor of common sense, fair play, responsibility, accountability, opportunity, and hard work. I am also tired of people trying to scam the system. I recognize our country may not be perfect, but we have a better nation than any other on the planet. Yes, I am tired of the crybabies, snowflakes, and those who would transform this great country into something unrecognizable by our founding fathers. Their actions are intolerable, and I have had enough. Plain and simple, take it elsewhere. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbrice.com. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com folks thank you so much for tuning in today thank you for enjoying the morning report listen do me a favor do you know what send this send this everywhere hit the share button and and share it wherever you are whether you're whether you're listening to it on spotify whether you're listening to it on uh google podcast uh apple apple podcast uh iheart.com wherever you're listening to it hit the share button get this out wherever you can if you're listening to it, if you clicked on it from a facebook group that i shared it with please share it with everybody in the group. Uh, we need thousands of impressions, thousands of listens in the next week. Thousands. So we need your help to do it. Uh, we, we can't afford to do it, but we need your help to do it. So thank you ever so much for tuning in to the Morning Report. Again, my name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com. FightBackMedia.com.
Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. No matter where you are in your wellness journey, immune support is crucial. That's why you need quality immune support that you can trust. Nature's Way Sambucus is the elderberry brand that you can count on to provide quality, traditional immune support. We pick our elderberries at their peak to deliver an elderberry extract rather than a juicer or powder so you know you are getting the best of what nature has to offer. Find your way to well with quality immune support from Nature's Way Sambucus. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 